1: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Got you down. It is Inside the Star here on 105 Through the fans. Sean and RJ. Uh, Sean Sharif is out. It's Bobby Belt, RJ Choppy hanging around with you. Mike McCarthy spoke yesterday, Chop, and he dropped quite a doozy on us. He was talking about Dan Campbell, everything that the Lions have accomplished. One of your, your sweetheart teams, the Lions, a big Dan Campbell
3: guy. Love Man Campbell. Love Jared Goff. The rest of the team I can do without. Whatever.
2: He says you have oh, come on. You got to be a big nah, um, I'm, just, Amon Ross, like Brown I'm on fan. Ross. I like i Ross St. Brown.
3: He's fun. I, he's fun. Uh Jameer Gibbs is fun. Um, Jamison Williams is they're all fun.
2: They've got a really good safety over there, Kirby Joseph who uh, he came on with the nosebleeds leading up to the draft. So he's kind of friend of the show, too, or a friend of the station, too. Yeah. So there's yeah, some rooting interest here.
3: They got good uniforms. It's a, it's a good fan base. Hey, there's a lot to like about him.
2: Says you have to re- – this is what Mike McCarthy said on Tuesday about Dan Campbell. You have to recognize what a great job Dan Campbell has done and the team he's built up there. I think those guys have done an incredible job. He continued on, said, you've got to take care of what's in front of you. We want to be much better than we were last week, but there's a lot of good things that occurred in Miami, improved, yada, yada, yada. And then that's where you get down to this quote from Mike McCarthy, and I'm interested for your thoughts on this job. We've been talking about getting to the 11th win, and we're still not there. I think this will be our biggest challenge of the year. Just based on what we've seen on video, I think this is going to be a heck of a game. So not the San Francisco 49ers who beat you by 32. Not on the road against Philadelphia, not the challenge of going on the road and trying to get anything going against Buffalo. The biggest challenge of the year is the Detroit Lions coming to AT&T Stadium, where you continuously romp teams.
3: Well, the Cowboys have never had their kneecaps bitten off. That's true. And Dan Campbell is, is, you know, prone to do that. So I think that's a problem. Uh, you know, when I first saw this, my, my initial thought was, okay. It's it, coach speak. Well, not even that. It's, uh, okay, it's, uh, you know what, the, it's an uncommon opponent. They're more accustomed to playing San Francisco than they are Detroit. Sure. But they played Detroit last year. What about Buffalo, then? Yeah, you've got Buffalo. You've
2: played Dan Campbell's team. You've played Jared Goff with the Lions. So, yeah, so it's, a, li- it's a little bit of
3: coach it's, speak. It's definitely coach speak. Is it a tough challenge? Sure. I think the toughest part of this is that you're playing uh, a team and you're off of back to back losses. So, and it's another team with a winning record. And it's a team that's 5 and two, the, and 2 on the 6 2 on the road. I didn't know it was Detroit, 6 and 2 on the road. Yeah. There that, is. that may have been the most impressive thing I saw when I was looking at that. They're a good road team. Dallas has won five straight
2: against the Lions. And this is a line that includes a uh, playoff victory in 2015, January 2015. Uh, the big Romo comeback when they fell down fourteen nothing to Matthew Stafford and the guys, um, but this is a, a Lions team that still has something to play for in theory. Like if they if they are able to win out, they they can get that number two seed,
3: which would be huge for them. They could get the one, I suppose, right? They need yeah, you need more. some
2: you need some help
3: from San Francisco losing some. Well, games. they have the same record now, right? They are, they're both eleven and four.
2: Uh, yeah, but you, like I think the tiebreakers go to San Francisco, right? So, so need San
3: needs to have a loss, so yeah, either to See, uh, is it uh they play? Well, they, they play, play the, Rams. the Rams, and
2: then uh, this I don't week know who
3: the is... Other one is
2: Dan Campbell's asked about what makes the Cowboys such a difficult team to play at home. <coughs> We've been asking a function of that trying to figure out what's going on on the road with the Cowboys, Commanders. He sweet. says, "I yeah, they're they're wiping the floor with the Commanders." I think the comfort, the comfort of being there and being able to function, particularly offensively without the crowd noise, there's a number of things that they're able to do. I feel like that opens things up. They're able to do because they don't have to be on silent cadence, some of the verbal... I just think they take full advantage of being home. They do it well. Certainly, they've got plenty of pieces over there. It starts with this quarterback. He's a heck of a player. He's a winner. He can make all the throws. He's mobile. Is that the most Mad Libs answer you could have possibly given? What was Mad Libs again? It was it a comedy? Mad sketch Libs? Show? Was, no, it was the. It's the like you. You get a a sentence, uh, and it's like adjective here, noun here, and then you just give somebody the random words, it, and then yeah. they fill it out, and then it's like, oh, look at this funny sentence we made. So that's the idea there. But it definitely feels like it was just he was told, hey, uh, give us something about uh, make all the throws. Very cliche yeah. driven. This is the way that teams are going to talk about each other, though, leading up to the week. They're going to talk about how all oh, the lines are the greatest test yeah. we have had. They're going to talk about Dak Prescott can make all the throws, everything else. Uh, update on the health of some of the Cowboys players. Uh, Head coach Mike McCarthy said Tuesday that Tyron Smith and Jonathan Hankins are getting better. And what's his line that it gives us every week? Well, they got a shot. They got a chance. They got a chance to play. He they got a shot every week. He'll say every it week. regardless of if they're – he's probably saying there's a shot that DeMarvian Overshone can play.
4: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: That's that's just the standard line. That's the, the push-off line to make sure that he doesn't have to get too in-depth with some of these injuries. Uh, Tyron Smith, for what it's worth yesterday, did not practice. Jonathan Hankins did not practice. How crucial, based on what we saw in Miami Chop, is it that Tyron Smith plays in this football game? How crucial is it? I mean, you want Aiden Hutchinson going up across uh, from Chuma Idoga? I
3: don't, I don't know that you want Aiden Hutchinson on the other side, regardless of who's there. I mean, he's a good player, um, but I mean, it's it's from from that standpoint. Yeah, it's it's pretty crucial because we, you know, look any quarterback. I don't care who you are. If you get pressured without a blitz, you're in trouble, right? Now, obviously, like there are some quarterbacks, Dak included, who play well against an out, all-out blitz, right? They're they're, yeah. they're, they're 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 they've figured out how to find the open man at that point because someone's going to be open. Except Miami the other day, that that didn't work out so well. But no, were those all-out blitzes
2: or were they? Uh, I mean, there were just there were times where he it looked like go. I, I went back and watched the tape. Of the game. It, they brought it looked, more than it four. looked like he missed some hot reads at times.
3: Okay. Um, you know, so like if you could just get home and four, that's, that's, that's what makes it so that's how the giants were able to beat the Patriots. You know, those two times in the Super Bowl, they were able to use their defensive line and just, you yeah. know, only rush four, get pressure on Brady and basically everybody else is covered. And that's one of the great things about some of those elite all time, great defenses is they can get home without a blitz. If, if you use Aiden Hutchinson, you can do that. And that's for, if you're Detroit, that's great. And that, that obviously helps if it's a Doga over Tyron Smith. I don't know. I personally I I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd kind of let Tyron get healthy. Like the path to the Super Bowl. Yes, you want to be at home. Right? You want to be at home. It's easier to avoid San Fran. But that's a really easy first game in Tampa, I think. If I told you you could easy have if if
2: I told you you could have the number 2 seed. So you're not going to get home field against the 49ers. But if I told you you could have the number 2 seed and you had to go the entire playoff run with a doget at left tackle. Or you're the five seed and Tyron Smith's going to be completely healthy and available to you for the whole playoff run. Which are you taking? All right. So the two seed you're playing Seattle or the Rams yep. in the first game? Certainly not the Vikings after they lost TJ
3: Hawkinson for the year yesterday. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So, like, obviously you're going to win the first game either way because you're playing at home. And your offensive line at home with a doga should be much better than it would be on the road.
2: It's, that's the frustrating thing about what we saw from Madoga the other day. It's not like he hasn't been getting snaps at practice. Tyron's been getting yeah. rest throughout the year. There shouldn't have been the issues of understanding what his, what his assignment was, who he was supposed to pick up. The fact that that was going on in this game was really troubling to me. This wasn't just you're dropping in Chaz Green who never gets reps. This is a guy who... Oh, God, don't he, tell me about that. Yeah. Kid. He started a couple games for you there. He's had to practice there. He's gotten first-team reps at practice every week this season. Yeah. This shouldn't have been the issue that it was. And that's what's concerning to me about the long-term prospects of that. And we brought it up with Patrick Walker from DallasCowboys.com yesterday. I think the question now needs to become, after what you saw there in the mental lapses from Edoga, the question needs to become, is this a Tyler Smith bounces out to left tackle and you just
3: let TJ Bass play guard? I mean, they've kind of showed that that's not going to happen, right? This year, they've shown it. This year, yeah. um, Well, look, what would you rather? Would you rather have a healthy Tyron and the five seed, or not have Tyron at all and the two? Ultimately, probably the two. You delay when you have to see San Francisco until the NFC
2: title game, and they're so difficult at home. As much as I I want Tyron here, and I think Tyron's been fantastic and has found the fountain of youth in a lot of ways, the advantage that they seem to have at home is is clear. And it's interesting what Dan Campbell talked about there. The issue with the cadence, that I think is starting to become the prevailing theory with a lot of people as to why they're not as good on the road. Is that whole, here we go. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. It's 100%. That? that whole thing that we've been, you know, turning it's, into a meme. Yeah,
3: because that's what makes their offensive line has taken them out of their rhythm. It absolutely the has. There's no doubt about that. That, 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 that is a thousand percent the case. It's offensive line driven on the road. Um, and look, and, and the trucker.com text line is like, you all think Tampa's an easy win? No, I don't think they're an easy win. I don't think anything I, on the road for this team is no. an easy win. I think in the in the construct of a postseason, you know, an other playoff team, Tampa is a, as like you know, that that's the choice. If you were to choose a team, who do you want to play? Who do you want to play in your fir- in your in, in, in a playoff game? You know, Seattle was up by two scores here. Yeah, I don't want to play them. Uh, The Rams have a quarterback who's won a championship uh, and and a very good head coach. I mean, I'll take my chances with Tampa. I'll take my chances against one of the worst
2: pass defenses in the NFL in Tampa, which they're dead last in yards per game allowed, passing yards per game allowed. Wow. And so I'll take my chances against that all day long. And what are they also dead last in? Yards per attempt running the ball on offense.
3: Well, the, so, so they'll, be, they'll be above league average when they play this team? Well, that's what I'm saying, though. The, the thing you're most concerned
2: about, give me the team that's the least efficient in the NFL at it. I, I'd rather take that all day. I'd feel I would I would pick Dallas if they played Tampa, but by no means is anything a guaranteed victory with this football no, team on the road.
3: No, no, I, I totally agree. They, It would not surprise
2: me. It was 17-10 late in the third against Carolina. Yeah, it would not
3: surprise me if they go to Washington and lose.
2: No. I mean they they had trouble with it last year. Clearly, at the end of the year, they had trouble with it. They they won the game, but they had trouble the year before. Yeah, that, that turned into a really close game that they were Dak sweating. Was playing in that game, right? Yeah, Dak was playing, and Dak played really poorly in that game. Dak has, start. Dak is in the last couple of years run into some demons at at FedEx or RFK. Well, or they always seem to the
3: play it. there late in the year. And yes. boy, I'll tell you, I saw I saw an, a, a tremendous statistic. It had it wasn't really even a stat. But it's his, it's his thumb. It's the plate in his thumb under forty five degrees. It's just stiff.
2: Oh, that's interesting. I mean, he's always throughout his career he's struggled in games that are under fifty degrees and are outdoors. Yeah,
3: his his, his now he because he had he had mentioned this in an, in an interview like in the off season how that I guess that plate or whatever it it, it it's, it's, his thumb gets his hand gets stiff in in cold weather, and that would explain a lot. That would explain an
2: awful lot. His last two games in Washington, chop 21 and 22, he has 36 completions to what is – how many attempts is that? He's got uh, 76 attempts. So, 36 completions to 76 attempts, two touchdowns, three interceptions. He's averaging roughly four yards per attempt.
3: Ew. It's pretty gross. Oh. Four.
2: That's hideous. I mean, last year against Washington, that was the worst game we'd seen him play. 14 I, I, to 37, 128 yards, a touchdown and a pick.
3: Uh, 14 of thirty-seven.
2: That's really bad. Good gosh. But that's, again, just speaks to the point of why it feels like the Cowboys need to be at home. Now, they've put themselves in a position because they couldn't execute late or, or they couldn't get the details right against Miami. They couldn't get anything going against Buffalo, they've put themselves in a position where, well, now you're gonna have to get over this road boogeyman. Yeah. You're gonna have to figure
3: it out. Hey, let me ask something about this weekend. Um, and this brought up on the on the trucker to come text line. What, what are the what is the percentage of Lion fans in this building?
2: So they've traveled really well all year.
3: They like have, like really, yeah. really
2: well. And we I know we've got uh and, one this, of is, our- and this
3: is a destination stadium. Yeah. But they were just here last year, too. But I don't remember what they were like last year. I can't remember. That was
2: Dak's first game back uh, from the injury after he'd been out for six weeks. But, yeah, this is a I, – I mean, this year they've traveled really well. They took over Arrowhead, essentially.
3: They did. Which on is opening not night, easy. Opening night.
2: And so, I mean – I feel like there's a lot of Lions fans around North Texas. Surprisingly enough, we get some of them who call in. Yeah, your old buddy Brian Estridge—he's a Lions fan from Estridges.
3: Uh, I mean, I, I, got, I, I got like I got three or four friends that like live out by me that are they're that Lion fans. John Machoda is obviously a who
2: we're going to talk to at eight forty today from the Athletic. John Machoda is initially from Michigan, so he grew up a Lions fan. He's not one anymore. I mean, he's, he's just, probably
3: going to wear a Lions polo into the. Stadium. I mean, yeah, that's likely,
2: but but like Machoda grew up a Lions, fan. so there's a lot of them. Like they are. There's a little bit of a lovable loser's connotation with those guys, and it's easy. I feel like for a lot of people, there's probably the Ken Griffey Jr. draw that caused some people to be Mariners fans growing up when they didn't have a baseball team. Oh, like, Barry I feel Sanders. there's the Barry Sanders draw that caused you to go, okay, well, that's my team. And so some people have, have stuck with it for better or worse. My my youngest is like,
3: dude, I want to root for the Lions. And I'm like, really? Okay. Why? I don't know. I, he watched a, I think he watched the Hard Knocks or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. It's it's odd. It's very 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 strange. Uh, but there you go. A little bit of uh, inside the star here on one hundred five three. The fan. The two most unstable athletes in sports are making headlines again. We'll tell you about it next year on one hundred five through the fan. Okay.
1: Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.